Welcome to episode 47 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the live short live free podcast, where three freedom loving, gun toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever the hell else we happen to feel like tonight. Tonight on the agenda, California Governor Newsom's gun control scheme, the Springfield Armory Leva AR, Federal Ammo Subscription Service, and the Savage Stance. Our panel tonight is made up of, as always, Mr. Andrew Johnson, Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and I am your host, Box. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator and ballistic imagery. Sam, tell us a little bit about what you've been doing over at Shyworks. Uh, yeah, I've just been knocking out some projects uh, for uh, to get done before Christmas. But um, if you're unfamiliar with us, we're Iowa's certified uh, Cerakote applicator. Basically, what we do is we take your firearm and we make it look however you want it to look, whether it's uh, camouflage or some crazy battle-worn theme or just uh, anything you can you can come up with, from beer themes to, to all sorts of whatever you can think of. That's what we specialize in is, in is just taking your vision and making it a reality. So um, give us a shout at shyworks.com or on our Facebook uh, we're, we'll be happy to help you out. You can also use coupon code LSLF10 on our website, shyworks.com. You can get 10% off everything in your cart. That's uh, lasered mags, Glock backplates, mag bases, uh, patches, shirts, all sorts of goodies. So go go check that out, LSLF10 for 10% off. Absolutely. We are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for a website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code GEARSANDBEERS for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery, bulletproof quality. See for yourself on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. <laughs> Miles must be primed up tonight already he says shyworks specializes in duck butts <laughs> <laughs> he must be typing it from his from his phone and uh it, it auto corrected it for him uh yeah we have some we did we did a pretty badass dick butt gun i'm not even gonna lie i was uh yeah, i have a picture i have a picture of it somewhere yeah i was i was pretty pleased we we tried to make it like as ridiculous as possible but it actually came out looking freaking sweet. So we're like, well, all right, I guess we'll just roll with it. <laughs> it was a, uh, didn't you, I, I thought he was planning on having more of those done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like four months behind. So he just hasn't given me anything more to do because I'm not getting done what he's given, given mm. me anyway. So he, he, that was a CZ and he posted it in some CZ groups and oh, it pissed him off. It was fabulous. I'm sure. He's that he that's his right. He didn't sell that. Right, that's his. He probably. I'm surprised he don't have it in like a shadow box or something framed on his wall. Well, he's got that big ass photo that's downstairs in his uh in his basement. Yeah, that's true. He's got a big ass that's room full of thirty square. There. Yeah, thirty inch square photo of a dick butt gun. On his wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam, what's that you're drinking there? The good old it's Revel Stoke, but is that some other kind that we haven't had? No, yet? this is just the uh this is just the uh roasted pecan flavored whiskey. This shit is actually 
freaking have we tried to roast a pecan on the podcast? I think so. Just, I just believe peanut butter. So. This is freaking this is legit. It's good stuff. The pecan's where it's at. That's where it all started for Rebel Stoke with us, anyway. Yeah. No, I'm I'm a pretty big fan. It's, and I just got this on the just this on the rocks here. Oh, it's good stuff. I'm a pretty big fan of it. I don't like pecans, so I don't know. I would like that. It's pretty tasty. It's good shit. You'll have to try it if you haven't already. What are you guys drinking? I'm finishing off the last of my Boulevard that I had several episodes ago. Nothing exciting. It's kind of light, like usual. Uh, Johnson, you seem like you're a little bit uh, a little bit gassed tonight. Like, uh, is the is the new baby like you know wearing down on you a little bit out there? Uh, everybody's sick right now. Everybody in the house is sick. So we got sick kids. Shabari feels like absolute hammered dog shit. So we're a little, we're a little sluggish around here. I've been trying to keep up. Yeah, that's no good. Makes for a, uh, makes for a, uh, long, long week. Uh, Hopefully you guys are better by Christmas. Yeah. Here's hoping. (laughs) Uh, Um, Murphy says he bailed on making his uppers. So he's on my shit list now. Um, Miles, I don't think he's bailed. He ha- was having issues with his um, with his CNC guy, um, so he will be hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, finding either finding a new one or we'll see where it goes. But I don't think he's totally bailed yet. I don't know. On his somebody asked that question on one of his posts yesterday or two days ago, and he said, "Unfortunately, I had to pull the plug on the uppers because of supply issues." Yeah. Well, I'm, sounded like, well, that's pretty much done to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. I'm so I'm I'm still gonna try and talk him into it. But um, Miles also said he picked up a new whiskey, Jefferson's Reserves, very small batch bourbon. That does sound. Uh, I mean, it's got a good name. It's got to be good, right? Oh, uh, Sage Dynamics does an annual bourbon episode, and he released that. A couple hours ago, I think, on YouTube. And he lists off his a few of his favorite bourbons throughout the year. And he listed one on there called like Oppidon or something like that. And he said it's just absolutely fucking god awful. And the way he describes it is pretty funny. I think we need to get that though. So we need to see. He has all these great whiskeys, and you you latch on to the most horrible freaking one possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> all right fair enough whatever when he describes it as being as terrible as it was i had to i, I i'm in, i'm intrigued man yeah i i get it i get it fair enough um yeah. it, it can't be as bad as this well it's right right about right there that fucking uh what's it called that 10 10 high, ten high. is that it yeah, yeah that one was pretty rough yeah not the best. Not the best. Well, I suppose we should get into the show. We shall. How about we start by talking about everyone's favorite governor, Mr. Newsom? 
He's just a stand-up guy, isn't he? What a fantastic Really fella. doing great things for the country. Stand-up fella. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, recently he made the news again um, by saying that he is going to take um, – basically he was going to take the uh, Texas new abortion law and turn that into an anti-gun law essentially. So if you're not familiar with um, – with the Texas abortion law, it's like SB eight or something. It made its way all the way up to the Supreme court. And essentially what it is, it's not the federal government that are, that is, um, that is enforcing this. So what it is, it allows individuals to, to sue abortion providers, um, basically willy nilly. So anybody even if you don't have a dog in the fight, if you know that they're they're uh, that they're providing abortions, any individual can sue them. So it makes it so incredibly expensive to defend oneself against it um, that that's that's essentially their model. So the government is not actually is not actually the one enforcing this. It's the people. And when it's when it when it made its way up to the Supreme Court. Um, they basically, they didn't rule on the legality of abortion. Like everybody was saying, the mainstream media really said so much. They just said that, yes, this law is legit. This is, this is, this is an okay law or whatever. And that's what they're <clears throat> ruling on. So governor Newsom, of course, he takes that and he says, oh, well, we're going to do that against basically he wants to do the same thing, but instead of against abortion providers, anybody, anybody that makes, um, weapons for assault weapons or um, ghost guns type weapons. So basically they're going to make it so expensive to produce legal items in the state of California. You'll just be constantly fending off, um, fending off lawsuits. And the really horrible thing about it is that it, yes, it may be individuals, but there's no, there's no reason. There's no reason to think that there couldn't be big money corporations behind these individuals, you know, bankrolling them, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, and I have no doubt that California is going to go ahead and, 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 and roll with it. I'm sure that it's going to happen because California is just fucking insane. So it'll be interesting in the next few years. I, I think New York has already jumped on the bandwagon too. So yeah, the gun rights in the next year or so, it's just going to get, super super fucking crazy um basically they just want to make doing business so expensive for everybody that is that it's not worth it so we'll see where this goes well they're doing a pretty good job of that yes yes absolutely they are um we'll see where this goes miles just says arm scholar just posted a video on this yep i just watched that one just right before this um national there was he already got a cease and desist for this he says he's going to be sued as soon as, um, as soon as they craft this law. So we'll see where it goes. Um, I don't know. I this is it's it's not good, but yeah, I, I that's all I got to say on that. Other than fuck Newsome. What are you grinning about, Box? <clears throat> you. Yeah, I know. I'm super yes, great. At, I'm super great at uh, describing all this stuff. Aren't we all? I mean, on the plus side, at least it's 
just in the state of California and any state who adopts it. Right. I mean, it's not like it's, it's not going to be a nationwide, it's thing, not right? some nationwide thing that is going to be legal to do everywhere. Right. So, and, and they're only residents of California would be able to sue companies based out of California. Right. Theoretically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I but, mean, that could include like, ranges, you know, gun shops, all of us, you know, not just manufacturers. Right. Well, it depends on how the law is crafted. He, he essentially said that manufacturers specifically of assault weapons and ghost guns, but they consider assault weapons to be well, fucking, yeah, fucking everything. everything. Um, so, but whether the legalities of that, or I mean, whether they like it or not, the second amendment covers these things. So you yeah. can't just say, I mean, this is a little, a little bit different than the Texas law. You can't just say, well, you can sue somebody for walking down the street. Cause you don't like that. Like, no, that's not quite how that works. So I don't know it, but the bad thing is any lawsuits that will be brought over this, obviously you're going to be in California first and California is their judges are fucked, you know? So whether there's going to be any relief from it, who, who the hell knows? So something to keep your eye on. It's going to be a shit show in the next couple of years for damn sure. Well, I foresee a lot of companies moving. Yeah. I, I mean, I applaud those people that are still out in Cali fighting, but I, boy, I just all the bullshit that they, and now they're talking about, um, going after those magazines that came in during freedom week. Like, yeah. this is like, why do people put up with this shit? You know, it's just absolutely asinine nonsense. Yeah. They're, they're better man than me for staying and fighting. I'd be getting the hell out of there right now. I don't know how many of them are fighting. Right. Not enough, but there are some. <laughs> just saying, mm. There are some, there's uh not enough, but there are some and good on them, I guess. But Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? I don't really have anything. I'm not feeling very political. Mostly to hell with California. Has it, is it like, do they know for sure when the San Andreas fault is going <laughs> to like just send that fucker into the Pacific? God, I wish that would be, a, that would be <sighs> fabulous. Wouldn't it? No, not really. We kind of, I mean, I always think it'd be nice, but there'd be enough warning that a lot of them idiots would get out. <laughs> I'd rather just keep them contained over there versus letting them scatter throughout the country. Yeah. Well, not to mention guys, we have enough import problems yeah. already Yeah, with no them shit. still attached to the, to the rest yeah, of the right. country. That's yeah. no joke. That's yeah. no joke. Unfortunately. Okay. Let's move on to uh, this thing. I came across earlier today oh. from Springfield called the, the Levar. <laughs> yeah. How are you supposed the to Lev say that? I have no idea. Lev AR. I'm assuming fucking dumb, stupid name. They thought it was super clever. It's kind of clever. Honestly, when I heard the name, I thought it was a lever action AR. <laughs> no, that would be too innovative. You know, adding to their sweet saint lineup. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, so what this is, this is just a charging handle, but it's it aims to solve the problem of stuck casings. Like, usually you're taught to, if you have a stuck casing, you grab your charging handle and slam the butt of your rifle on the ground. It's called mortaring your rifle, and that jostles everything loose and frees your stuck casing. But what this is, I've got a video, a short little video demonstration here for you guys that can see. What it is, is it's it's like a two-piece, well, there's several pieces to this this charging handle, really. You press this button on the right side, and a kind of a cover folds out, producing that, which ends up being a lever on the right side of your your rifle. And there's a wedge in between your charging handle and your receiver. Yeah. And when you pull on that that lever, it leverages the uh Right. Right. Sorry, I'm I'm getting fucked up with my tablet here. Trying to change screens and stuff. It it just produces more leverage for you to be able to pull that that charging handle on the bolt bolt carrier back and release that stuck casing. They say it gives you a three to one mechanical advantage. It's I don't know how I feel about this. It's interesting for sure. It's I don't know if it's ever been done before, but I also don't know how much of a need there is for something like this. The way I I saw <clears throat> they were trying to sell it by saying in these times there's a lot of subpar ammunition going around and stuck casings are becoming a more of a problem than they used to be. I mean, which I mean, I mean, I don't know about that. Unless you're just buying what whatever fucking ammunition reloaded shit that you can find. I don't know how true that is. I would say it is probably more prevalent. Just based on the fact that we're selling three times we're people are buying and shooting three times as much ammunition as they were fifteen years ago. You know? Yeah. Like just the market's bigger, so you have a higher probability of those things happening. And especially right now when ammo is hard to find, every, every manufacturer is literally cranking it out as fast as they can. There's going to be some shortcomings. But yeah, really my thought on it is if it doesn't hurt anything, you know, it's not really taking up that much room um, just, just as a normal charging handle, right? I mean, it doesn't really hurt anything. No. So it doesn't look like it, but it looks awfully... I'll pull Looks up this plenty image again. It, 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 well, with, with it uh, together or not opened up like that, it actually looks pretty narrow to me. Like, it doesn't look like... I want a bit more to grab onto on, on, the, on the left side of that charging handle, whereas this one, there's not a whole lot there. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to get my hands on it to see, but as far as a normal mechanism... Uh, or the mechanism for you know un unjamming it or whatever, I can't see that it hurt anything and be and you know if you're in a firefight, it, it, you might be thankful you have it once in a million times you know so who the hell knows I guess it can't hurt anything. Right. Did you get I mean, I, what box? What? I see. I I don't really personally. I don't see it a real use for it. Did you? I just mortar my mortar my rifle if i need to did you guys see um that article i posted about kyle rittenhouse did an interview um and he actually said that he used his forward assist that night mm -hmm. yeah that was something that 
that uh, I really didn't see anybody else mention. I thought that was a really interesting thing because there's so much um, people, well, that's, that's dumb. I don't need a forward assist. I would never in a million years use one. And then he literally uses one during a self-defense uh, scenario. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. It made, I don't know, it made its rounds for a couple of days where that was right after that interview, there was quite a few people talking about it, but it died pretty quickly. Yeah. It's, all, it's, all, it's also interesting that such an inexperienced uh, shooter, such as himself, in such a high stress situation like that, had to, had to, had the state of mind to actually, you know, see that, the, that. Yeah, right. see that it was out of battery and punch right. the forward assist once. Yeah. So yeah, he didn't know fuck all about that rifle. I'm surprised he yeah. knew what to do. There. No, but clearly he he familiarized himself with it enough that he was he knew what to do in that situation. So yeah, as as any shooter, new shooter should should do. So good on him for that at least. Don says for a lefty that charging handle is nice. What do you mean for a lefty, Don? I don't understand what. Maybe he didn't catch the meaning of what that was. Um, and it looks like it was just a charging handle on that side, like an ambi, ambi well, charging handle. It's yeah, but it still opens up to the right side. Yeah, and the the latch is still oh, on I the guess left. He, I guess for the le- yeah, I guess that he's right. But the latch is still on the left. So if you're a left-handed shooter, you're still going to have to mm-hmm. awkwardly handle it to get the the latch to come off of the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So innovative four out of five stars. <laughs> it's also a hundred dollars. That's Ooh. I'm not surprised by that, but uh, I don't know. Does that change your opinion on anything? Well, so? what do normal charging handles go for? Like BCMs or that's my style. Those are like around 50 bucks. 50, you know, Radian, Radian and Geisley and those, you know, 80. all the big ambies are yeah, 80 to $90. I wouldn't say it's out of line. I mean, it's spendy, but it's definitely not that far out of line, I don't think. Which it could also be spendy just because of supply issues. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's pretty much everything nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know what to talk about next. Do we want to talk about Federal or The Savage? I don't know, but we need to freaking get some fire under our ass. We're all pretty, we're all pretty timid tonight, you know. Even we pretty lackluster. About, even we talked about like politics, Governor Newsom, and we're all just like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> all right, everybody's in agreement. He <laughs> well, I can talk about the old stance here. So, Savage is uh, getting their foot in the door in uh, the pistol market. So. Coming out with a little micro compact nine millimeter, um, single stack nine millimeter, uh, seven or eight rounds, um, and then 10 with the extended length magazine on it. Um, three color options black, gray, or tan, all three of which have the black melanided stainless slide. The slide is, I, I, I want to say ported, but that doesn't really make, I hate when people say it's a ported slide because 
you pour it's got a, speed holes. You pour the barrel. That's what makes the difference, you know. Like, but right. anyways, the slides got cuts in it, and they say it's basically better than forward serrations. It's for increased grip um, at the front of the slide. They have night sight, regular sights, or night sights available. Um, they claim, you know, one of their kind of talking points on it is that it has a, a beveled front to the slide in the frame for easier holstering. Um, it has ambi mag release, ambi slide release, um, removable back straps. It seems to have a pretty decent, uh, stippling and texture on it. I don't know why they put football laces down the side of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw on the, on their website, they said that's for finger indexing. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense at all. I'm not going to read the grip with Braille before I <laughs> right. get a grip on it. Yeah. Um, they make do the have... Zone, man. <laughs> yeah. They do have uh, manual safety models available. And on the manual safety models, though the safety is ambidextrous as well. So it is kind of a fully ambidextrous deal. Um it appears to have a pretty decent looking trigger. Like it's not got some weird, like it seems just like kind of a pretty straightforward trigger. I don't understand how the, I can't quite figure out if there's a grip safety involved or not, or not so. a grip safety, but a, a trigger safety. It doesn't, oh, it doesn't, doesn't look, look like, like it. it. No, it doesn't look like it to me either, but on the not, there's like a, a nub inside the trigger guard. And I think that's just an over travel stop. I think you're yes. probably right. Um, that's what that is. So there is no trigger safety, like on a Glock or, you know, the, the hinged trigger, like on the Smith and Wesson. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it has the potential to be a pretty nice feeling trigger. Um, yeah, see, I mean, other than the lack of ammo capacity, it really seems like they did an okay job for their first time um, doing the pistol thing. They didn't, however, the, the two big things that I think the market really wants right now is minimum 10 rounds of ammo capacity and optics ready. And those are two things that it doesn't have. Other yep. than that, you, I think they did a pretty decent job. Did you mention uh, the chassis is serialized, not the yes? Not the frame? So, so that is it is more along the um, Sig kind of style, where the kind of inner, I guess, what do you call it, a frame? I don't know what you'd call it. The trigger, trigger, trigger group, firing group. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So the trigger pack kind of, it's got like the rails and everything with it. Right. So this is that whole center section is the serialized part. So I do believe that they will come out with um, some different frames possibly for it um, or definitely aftermarket companies will. Um, it is a 3.2 inch stainless barrel, stainless slide. Seems to be. seems to be pretty comparable to like a uh, shield size, I think. I was looking around <laughs> on this earlier. Do you guys remember 
honor defense or honor guard. One of I don't remember which one it is. I yeah. think they made honor defense, honor guard pistols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what this is. It's there's a few cosmetic changes, but other than that, all the features are are identical. It's built off the the Smith and Wesson the shield frame. Yeah. And honor guard or honor <clears throat> defense is no longer a thing. I was looking around earlier. Honor Defense was actually sued in 2019 for unsafe firearms. They weren't drop safe. So I'm wondering if they didn't get sued to oblivion, didn't have a choice, and got bought out by Savage. And that's where this thing came from. Because they are identical, other than a few cosmetic changes. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to look at the internals of it to see if, you know, if they are actually that close uh to the same but Dude, it looks like possibly i guess uh, it is it definitely is it looks absolutely identical honor guard pistol yeah i mean i'm about 95 percent certain yeah. that's what, what happened it does now the savage savage must have bought him I mean the the trigger pack looks the same. Uh, it's got the same the weird trigger. little over travel nub. The trigger, yep. The trigger, like the, the slide nub in there is the same. The safety or the uh, the safeties, well, are similar, not the same. Uh, the mag release is the same. Uh, it's, it's a possibility. It's yeah. It's the same thing. I think it's I think it's likely. I think it's very <laughs> Not just a possibility. I think it's very likely, yes. Um, one thing I did notice, you mentioned the size was about um that of a shield. It's actually like compared I just compare it to a 43X because that's my kind of go-to for everything I compare mm-hmm. it to. It's slightly longer, actually. Um the slide length on a Glock is 6.06, and on this it is uh 3.2. Six. 6.2 excuse me uh yeah so it's just it's actually a little bit longer a little bit uh as far as the height that's just a little bit shorter so i mean i guess i guess my question is and maybe that's what they did my box maybe you're right which is why they didn't go the stack and a half because is there is there even any in the market a reason to make these anymore Cause are people buying this, this stuff? I mean, this is fucking eight year old, eight, nine year old technology at this point. Nobody really gives a fuck about this at all. You know, they had an opportunity to start offering a pistol. They had, I'm thinking they had the fucking rights or whatever. They had everything that they needed with honor defense. I mean, I'm just hypothesizing here and they saw a cheap, easy way to get their foot in the door with pistols again. Yeah. And, and the, I see MSRP is 480. So realistically, they're going to sell around what, four or 420, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure they'll sell because if they get them in front of people, especially newer shooters, they walk in the store, they see this option. It feels nice in their hand. They see the price tag. Okay. Yes. I'll take this one. So they will sell some. And yeah, you guys are right. I think it's just a way to get their foot in the door for, um, for, and, and really, you know, the more competition, the better. So yeah, it's a boring ass gun, but, uh, good on Savage for expanding their horizons, I guess, and getting into this, into this part of it. So I ain't going to knock it too much. 
That's interesting though, no. Box. Where did you, why did you think it looked like a, uh, the honor guard one? I didn't think of that myself. That's I, I was poking around in the comments on the firearm blog and it was being talked about. And then I started researching it a little bit more. That's what makes sense. <clears throat> interesting. Yep. I'm not going to say that is or is not what happened, but that's what I think happened. Yeah, I think you're pretty there's spot a, on. There's a compelling case for it, we shall say. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I remember when Honor Defense came out and I saw them, though they had them, they had models sitting up on display on the gun counter in, in uh, No Limits and Spencer. And I was like, that's a Smith & Wesson shield. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what it was right. they changed a few things here and there but it was built out of a, sh a shield yeah i mean you look at the bottom of the magazines that's a shield mag like that's a... oh, i bet if you stuck a shield mag in there it would work oh yeah i don't really remember anything about the honor guard and guns except that my uncle kurt brought me a magazine and was like here what do you think of these and it was about the honor guards and that was all i ever really ever really heard of them i never saw them in real life or anything I was I was trying to find if they had gotten bought out by anybody, and I came across I don't know what website it was, something about some website that lists like business information, and but they were saying Honor Defense they had four employees and had over ten million dollars of sales or whatever. It's <laughs> like there's no fucking way they have four employees, no, unless those. Four people are working at a desk and someone else is doing all the manufacturing and assembly and all that, which I guess is possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't know. I see. I see Sam posted in the, in the comments there. The comments are pretty quiet tonight. Yeah. Is there anybody even watching us? I know Miles left. Yeah. He's got other obligations, apparently. Yeah, we got some. We're, Don is always here, like usual. And there's a few more on Facebook, a couple more on, on the YouTubes. Uh, it is kind of a slow night, though. We're lonely, guys. It probably has nothing to do with being three days before Christmas. <laughs> yep. Yep. Speaking of which, God, I'm, gonna, I'm so glad that uh, Christmas is almost here. I had so much shit to get done. And finally, I finished the last thing that I absolutely had to get done today. So that felt pretty freaking good. I did a, uh, a flamethrower, actually. And this is one of the ele electronic ignition ones, you know, Johnson? Yeah. Like those X products ones, they got, you need a butane bottle or whatnot. Well, they got these new ones that are, they got the spark plugs up there, essentially. Yeah. So there's a lot more wiring in those. <laughs> was, I took this thing apart. And I was like, oh shit. Uh, but I got her back together and she uh I took her out back, shot her right out, shot her out in the alley. <laughs> I'm sure luckily all my neighbors are probably at work. So I was like, eh, whatever. Nobody's gonna really give a shit. Somebody bitches tell me you're a firefighter. Oh, exactly. It's okay, ma'am. I'm a volunteer firefighter. And really, I bet. and it was funny because it was in the fire, the firefighter theme. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Box, what are you going to say? Half of those people, I bet, would be out there watching you and be like, ooh, that's pretty cool. You know what? Can I try it? If the cops came, I would, I would bet you a lot of money. They could not show me the code in the Kingsley, uh, in the Kingsley law that says I can't shoot off a, a flamethrower in town. 
I'm almost positive of it. There's, I'm there's pretty probably sure there's a, no specifics on that. <laughs> there's probably a very specific statute in there. I'm bet, I somewhere. wouldn't bet there's not. Nobody who lives on Town Dover Street may possess or operate a flamethrower in or near the alley. Well, yeah, if the cops heard, if the cops heard, uh, oh, there's somebody with a flamethrower over on Dover. Oh, shit. Well, that's just, that's just Sam. We'll take our time over there. No big deal. Mm. Okay. Well, I suppose we should move it right along. Another thing I came across was a new service from Federal called the Federal Connection. And what this is, is a subscription service for ammunition shipped to your door. The, of course, this isn't, this isn't new. There's other companies that do this. But Federal is offering their own. And what it is, is you have to sign up for a year, and they ship 250 rounds every month of either 9, 40, or 45 of what I can tell was American Eagle ammunition uh like for nine it was the 115 grain yep. uh, american eagle and it's for like for nine the prices here i have nine millimeter is 140 dollars a month 40 is 152 and for 45 is 170 dollars and those are the only three calibers that they offer right that now. is per year i believe box that is not. No. Are you shitting me? That is per month, which comes out to 56 cents a round. Oof. But there is free shipping, guys. <laughs> there goddamn well better be. But there's also, if you want to, if you want to cancel, it's a three hundred dollar cancellation fee. Fuck off. So I don't know where where why they thought this was gonna work. I'm sure they'll get a hand a handful of suckers that are like, "Ooh, I get guaranteed ammunition every month." That'll sign up for it, but I don't know. I don't know how well this is going to go over for them. I like the idea. I like the idea a lot. Um, I know there is other subscription services, but I, I mean, I understand prices have gone up, but that's a lot of fucking money. Like, who are they catering to? Like. Uh, that's what I'm confused about. Like, what is their, who's their target audience here? Because new shooters are not going to spend that much on it. And people that are shooting a lot are not paying 56 cents around for nine mil. Right. I mean, you can find it all over the internet for it. You can get good deals down into the 30 cent. Like I've seen it for sub 30 cents, um, or per, you know, around now. Um, and that's what, people that are experienced shooters and that are shooting a lot are going to be doing. So I'm just confused who their target audience is. I don't think they even know. They just count on us being a bunch of morons. Ooh, subscription service for ammo. I'm in. Hmm. The one um, thing I do, the one thing I do like about it is basically <clears throat> It's basically, it sounds like it's locking in a contract with them. So no matter what happens to supply in the next year, even if, even if say shit does hit the fan again, and what were we paying for nine mil a year ago? You know, the, it was close to, 
60, 70, 80 cents around. I think it was 50 to 60. Yeah. Well, who's saying it's not going to do that again, except go up to a buck around this time, you know? Um, yeah. So the, the nice thing about it is you're locking in your, you're locking in your price, but it's just not a very uh, freaking good price. Maybe, maybe I would have to see the fucking right where you see the sign. Fire Yeah. Yeah. I can guarantee, I could, I just about guarantee if it were to skyrocket up to a dollar around, they would be like, oh, sorry, we have to change your Adjust our prices. Yeah. I'm sure that- they'll be like, we'll cut your cancellation fee down to $150 if you're not okay with this. <laughs> We're going to pull a Netflix and just totally shove it in your cornhole. <laughs> so yeah. I did read a comment on this that made some sense to me. Comment says, though, in a smaller way, the program will allocate ammo to reserve for those on the subscription service, which means less ammo shipping to stores for regular customers to purchase. This is certainly the wrong time to start a program like this. It's only telling me they want to take advantage of customer frustrations during the ongoing ammo shortage by offering them a guarantee of ammo at an inflated price, which if you look at, there's two ways to look at that because you can look at it from a customer standpoint as, yeah, this really sucks because that's that much less ammo going to the stores. But if you look at it from a business standpoint, this is the perfect time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we're going to get these people wanting to buy it on contract for a year. And then we, you know, we can focus on getting the subscription stuff filled and then whatever's left can go to the stores. Right. Right. I mean, business wise, it's a smart move. Um, And you can take advantage of, like they said, customer frustrations of the ammo shortage. I wonder if they're actually counting, counting on prices continuing to dip and they saw a chance to make, keep making, keep making or selling ammo at a higher price. Yeah. See, I don't know because most people in the industry that you talk to is saying that this is only going to get worse. But it's been getting better. Ammo's been dropping steadily for a while now. Yeah. Um, Unless they know something we don't know. Like I said, talk to <laughs> like James. I was talking to him not very long ago and he is convinced that it's going to get worse because he's talked to all his suppliers and they're saying that it's going to get worse too. So who the hell knows? Uh, so are, are all the suppliers planning on, yeah, we're going to take a month off. <laughs> we've been making way, we've been making really good fucking money. I think we should just take her back a notch. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, uh, I, hope not. A, I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, there is like we've been in this shit long enough to know this has been going on for going on two years now. Like what we're at a year and a half already. Um, oh. when this ammo shortage or essentially started, there is ammo to be had, guys. And there's no excuse if you're short of it, if you need it, get it because don't pay, don't play ridiculous prices. If you look around, you can find fair prices still. Um, and just stock up a little bit because who the hell knows where it's going to go. You know, yep. this, 
it, it's it's hard telling, man. Hard, very hard telling, and nobody knows. Even like I'm hearing shit that's saying it's going to get worse, but that's it could be the opposite. It could get way fucking better, but I don't know. I'm I'm much more comfortable when I have it sitting in my in in my closet, no matter what the hell I paid for it, than uh, if I was wanting. When I saw this, I did go on ammo seek and and look for American Eagle 115 grain. And it yeah, it was 34 35 cents around. But so I so I just don't understand why anyone would see this and then not check what the price is of So time else. out. You have to you have to prepay for a year. Or you I, have to I, I'll doubt that's the case. That's a lot of money. That's like $1700. Right, but if why wouldn't you just go and spend a bunch of fuckload of money on thirty four cent ammo right now? Yeah, exactly. Right, and be money ahead exactly. after a year. Then I don't know because it sure as hell ain't gonna go down that much. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting idea, poorly, uh, uh, poorly done. I think poorly executed. Poorly executed. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm, we do have a new new member in the comments. Welcome to the show, Michael. Buenos dias. That's Mike Michael Korth. He's he's always he's always in here. Yeah, I know. I'm saying he's he's new tonight. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> What's up, Mike? How's it going, man? <laughs> Pretty. Excuse my friend. He's a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need sound effects. Excuse my friend. That's one of my favorites. I can I can I can make that happen. Well guys, are you ready? Yeah. I am. I'm Buckle up, boys. Oh fuck, here we go. It's gonna be a rough one. <laughs> I, I am if you could just if you could just go ahead and mute yourselves while I'm reading this, this, this would be great. I'm probably going to have a tough time getting through okay. it. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's a question. Yes. Question of the week. Ugh, let me get compose myself here for a minute. This comes from Kendra in Iowa. <laughs> Sam's already like, fuck. Kendra says, I've been dating this guy for, for several years now, even if he didn't realize it at first, and everything's been great. I'm just waiting on a ring. But honestly, there has been an issue that makes me very uncomfortable, and I just can't bring myself to talk to him about it. It's just that all this dirty talk is about guns, and most of it I don't even understand. <clears throat> she says things like, I'm about to check your chamber, baby, and just put a thumb in it. The other night, he told me he was a loaded for bear. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> Thought I could do it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this next sentence, guys. And on top of that, right before he finishes, he always yells out, Uzi gonna goozy. <laughs> that's, that's weird. That's weird, Kendra. Most of the time, I'm so distracted by his terrible, dirty talk that I have to go finish in the bathroom. I don't know. I don't think I can deal with it much longer. Is he always going to be like this? Should I say no if he asks me to marry him? <laughs> Boy. That's, that's weird, Kendra. That's wow. weird. Wow, box! You really, you really took it to the mat. It's like, it's like, who do I want to pick? You use this shit like, who do I want to pick on tonight? And then you just like, that's my inspiration. Just fuck up. I mean, this that's that's how I that's how I pick these questions. 
That was uh, a good one. Johnson, I'm I'm a little too close to this. I'm gonna let you take this. <laughs> Why are you too close to this, Sam? This is just a question that some, I picked. Some random girl, just because she lives in Iowa and has the same name as your girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand why you're. You think you're too close to this? Okay, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <sighs> Kendra, I would have to say <laughs> that uh, you know people have different fetishes. Okay. And I'll say who's he going to goozy? What the fuck? Uh, For some people, you know, it's, it's feet. Other people, it's bondage. Some people, it's checking chambers. Um, (laughs) ah boy you know kendra what i would tell you is you might feel a little more comfortable oh man you might feel a little more comfortable if you made yourself a little more familiar with his chamber maybe well or (laughs) Or <laughs> what the fuck? You could go to lifeshortlivefree.com and head over to the forum there and make yourself familiar with guns so maybe you would understand the references that he makes in the bedroom. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Familiar familiarize yourself with the the things that he talks about. And who knows, you may get into the uh, same chamber checking fetishes that Sam is into. Hey, no, no, no. You don't know the name of his, uh, of the boyfriend. <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is just, who, who knows who this is? Well, <laughs> this Sam happens to also be into these same fetishes. So for what it's worth. Mike says, oh, wow, sure glad I stayed up tonight. <laughs> well, hey. We're glad you stayed up too, Mike. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, wow. Great question, yeah. Kendra. Yeah, thank you for that one. That was that was great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You really poured your heart out to us on that one. Face Very hurts. brave. Very brave <laughs> and courageous. <laughs> what is... <laughs> oh my god okay never mind moving on (laughs) let's say no you had something to say come on i was gonna what did you say about chamber checking i'm gonna check your chamber baby Baby, i'm gonna check your chamber (laughs) oh god you're gonna use that aren't you he's using that 100 percent. i'm providing sam with dirty talk and 100 percent, he is going to say oozy gonna goozy (laughs) (laughs) that is definitely a shirt oozy gonna goozy oh my god oh lord terrible box i just realized you were in an ugly sweater this ain't fucking ugly guy 
This is a beautiful jumpsuit. That is a nice suede. Are you wearing a you wearing a jumpsuit? Is that crushed uh, velvet? I'm wearing the top half of a jumpsuit. You'll get to see the rest this weekend. Fantastic. It's pretty fabulous. Fantastic. All right. It's Christmas, guy. You notice I have red and green lights in the background. I did. Too? I did notice that just 30 seconds ago. That's that's very, very festive, box. Very festive. I'm so- I'm so festive. You know, I'm super intrigued what the next what the next subject is because I've never you you you're not one to admit that you are wrong or change your mind on literally anything. So I'm I'm super intrigued here. Mm. Okay, well, I guess that's that's our cue to move on. Thank you for being the host, Sam. He's tired Sorry. of talking about his Uzi that's about to goosey. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I hope your mom so, listens to this episode. No, no, they stopped. They they stopped listening they a know, long time they ago. Know better than that, after like the sixth episode, remember episode five or the fetishist fetishistic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was enough of that shit. <laughs> I don't blame them. So, moving on, my thoughts are pretty scattered on this. I tried organizing organizing them. Wrote some stuff down, but it's just going to be pretty much all over the place. Um, I would like to walk back some things I, I have said. Um, so about me, a little bit here. Introduce myself a little bit. I'm, if you haven't noticed, I'm naturally, naturally a skeptic. Sometimes, or rather most of the time, just because I, I don't understand something. A lot of times I need to be, like, proven that something isn't isn't total shit or stupid for me to actually be like, oh, yeah, that's not terrible or anything, which that's not exactly right. People shouldn't label things immediately just because they don't understand them. So last week, <clears throat> we talked about the JTAC Strybog bullpup lower. And I, I watched back that episode and about how I, I talked about it. And I wasn't a huge fan of how exactly I, I, I reacted to that. I, like, I, I assumed how it's supposed to be used and how it's intended to be used or where it's supposed to be used or anything like that. But in reality, I don't actually... I don't know its intended use case or anything like that. And because of the methods that I use for guns like ARs, which are really all I'm familiar with, wouldn't work for this particular uh, platform. I address it as, well, that's just plain stupid. I can't do the same things I can with that as I can with my AR that I'm, that I'm actually familiar with. But I don't even consider any of the, excuse me, He's getting really choked I, up about having to say yeah. that he changed his mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, that's, I didn't necessarily change my mind. But I didn't consider any of the merits that something like that. God damn it. Why do I keep meaning to whew, really am getting choked up? <laughs> I didn't consider any of the merits that something like that may have if you were to use it with alternative methodologies or in a different way or for specific use cases or 
just use it differently, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I, I brought, I bring it up because this is something I see all the time. It's not just the fire firearm industry. This is throughout any whatever hobbyist shit you can come up with. There's people that that react this way. They don't like it because it's new, and it's and they just perceive it as stupid because they don't immediately understand it. Where like I see people. The other day, I get ads for it's something that's a lot like the the Neomag uh, sling thing, whatever the fuck that's called. Sentry strap. <clears throat> yeah, the sentry yeah. strap. There's a knockoff of that, and I get ads for that on Facebook, and I see people in, in the comments on that saying, well, you should never have your gun off, like, out of your hands. It should be in your hands all the time, so slings aren't fucking needed at all, and there's all these people angry about slings and yeah, like you're going to take the time to throw on a sling when you're getting into a firefight. And, but I understand that there's more than just more uses to a sling than just carrying it, but they don't understand that. So they reacted in a way similar that, that I did with this, this bullpup thing. But I, when I see other people do it, I'm like, you guys are just fucking stupid. Yeah. But then I, I look back on how I did it, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'm just fucking stupid, too. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm not saying that I... For me, yes, I think the JTAC Strybog thing is kind of stupid. But it, I, I'm willing to say that it may have its own uh, advantages, but just it doesn't have any merit for me. There's no use cases where I would see it as beneficial for my particular, my particular situation. Somebody else may have, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't, if the guy's I, only I don't got like one writing arm, something off because of that. If the guy's only got one arm, just has his firing hand and doesn't need to hold on to a gun with another hand at all. That thing would work great. Yeah. You know, I actually watched a guy with no arms Commit an armed robbery the other day, or a footed robbery. I don't, oh, I saw, I saw, I I don't know that. how you describe that, but I mean, hey, he could have used that just fine. Yeah, yeah. Would have fit into his knee pocket real nice, you know. I mean, the guy Sam, racked, you're, you're deep in thought there. The guy legitimately racked a pistol with his feet and had his toe on the trigger. Uh, this was oh, yeah. impressive stuff. So I think, you know, the guy wanted a little more firepower and get himself strybug that that might be a good good fit for him. Um yeah, I think I think that's something that uh back to your back to your point, Box, that's something that most people are guilty of nowadays. Uh and probably myself included. I would um, say almost all. Oh yeah. Right. Right. And I try to be open to, to, to stuff, but there is a lot of things that I, you know, you read the headline and you're automatically biased one way towards it. And you don't care about, uh, about finding out the actual details. You're just, well, fuck this. This is stupid. Most people don't even read the article anymore. They read the headline. I'm angry oh, no. or I'm super happy and I'm going to comment on this. Right. Right. And I think a lot of it, I mean, it's all, 
a lot of it is because of social media. Everything is super instant gratification. Everything we see a post, we want to know everything there is to know in five seconds um, from that post, even videos nowadays, everything's cut down and condensed. Like the, the popular video platform now is running like 15 second videos and max of 60 second videos, everything, everybody wants everything now in the shortest time possible. And they want to make up their minds about everything. Plus their, plus their, their media feed is shit that they agree with tailored to their, to the way that they already think. Um, so, and that bleeds over into all sorts of different, um, different things, I think, in, in our life, um, we're so set in our ways that we look at something, Hey, this is the way it is. I'm not going to change my fucking mind. This is stupid. And it's, it's, I, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to, and I commend you box for even bringing it up. It's hard for a lot of people to say, I was mistaken. Um, that's not something that's easy for anybody to say nowadays. Um, but I think that's an important, um, important thing to learn. Um, as, as a man, I think, I think it's important for us to, to admit our mistakes and our faults and stuff. So, uh, I, I, I agree box. And I, I know I'm guilty of the same thing many times. Well, I don't think most people, the majority of people even realize that they do it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard to I didn't notice it until I literally watched the episode back and watched that segment back. Right. But it's, it's easy to see everyone else doing it, Mm -hmm. but so many people aren't focused on themselves anymore. They're just, well, I guess people are, they are, and they aren't, I don't know. (laughs) People are fucking selfish, but they're also looking at, looking for ways to find everyone else to be stupid. Yes. Yeah. They don't look at their own flaws. They only, yeah. Um, I think another kind of along the same lines, something that's very hard for people to say anymore is I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. You know, they'll, they, people will literally, and I deal with this pretty frequently, like just at work and, and it's all kinds of people from, like the welders that I deal with to other, you know, drafters and project managers, people from the plant, all kinds of stuff. And it's like, you can, you can ask somebody a question and and instead of saying, I don't know, I'll find that out for you. They will literally bullshit their way through and half-ass circling around the question for like five minutes. Yep to try and make themselves sound like they know, you know, like instead of just saying, I don't know, I'll find out, you know, it's like, that's something that I have really in the last couple of years really tried to fix because I was always that person. I would always give you some bullshit answer that I thought might be right. Instead of saying, I don't know, you know, cause you don't want to, mm-hmm. it's like, you always have this pride as a guy. Of, oh, I don't want to sound stupid that I don't know something, you know, whether it was dealing with cars or guns or whatever, you know? Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know, you don't know. There's no, you know, 
there's nothing wrong with not having that information in your brain. Just I came across a uh, a speaker the other day. I think he's a motivational speaker. I'm not sure, but it was just like a snippet of an interview. I think someone did. Is his name Mick Foley? <laughs> no. Oh. Let's not live in a van down by the river. Okay. But he was talking about how stupid he is. And he's like, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to be the idiot. I want to go in there being okay with being the idiot. And when I'm okay with being the idiot, I means I'm okay with asking questions about what I don't know and not just pretending like I know everything. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I might as well act like hey, an idiot. I'm an idiot. I could do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I thought that, I thought that was a good point. Everyone takes too much. Everyone's too proud <laughs> to let anyone else think that they're, that they don't know absolutely everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's one thing that I've kind of found in business too. It's like, I know being, being the businessman, like doing what I do, you're always supposed to know all the fucking answers. And when people ask you if you can do a job, yeah, sure. Not a problem. But I found it's so much easier just to be, if you don't know something, be straight and honest with the customer and they will appreciate the fact that you're, you know, that you can admit that you don't know, or, you know, you're not comfortable doing this or you don't know how to do this or whatever. Um, I, I found that it's a hell of a lot better to just say no, or I don't know, or I can't do this for you. than try to bullshit your way into, into some project that, you know, you're not, you, you don't know exactly what you're doing or, or something like that too. Um, I've definitely, I definitely learned that, learned that the hard way, um, a time yep. or two. So, well, and it kind of, it ties into kind of everything in your life too. Cause like, I know when I was younger, um, you know, in like my early twenties, mid twenties and stuff. And like when it came to like taxes, insurance stuff about being an adult, right that was all stuff that I was too proud to when somebody asked me about, you know, like when I had to do my taxes, right. It was like, Oh, I'm just going to go on TurboTax So I don't have to deal with anybody and just put right. in the shit for my W2 and call it a day. And then I'll just get a return. I don't care how much it is. I'll just get a tax return. And I'm done with it. Right. Yep. And it was like, it took me a little while to say, to, to kind of get over that being too proud to ask somebody. So that's like, well, I don't know what is the best route for me. You know, like, I don't know what the best route, you know, we got a new kid, I'm, you know, got a house, I'm married now. What's, what's the best thing to do? What's the best way to get the most tax turn back? Or, you know, when it comes to insurance, you know, I could have just, stayed on a individual tax plan and figured it out or on a healthcare plan, you know, insurance. No, you, you ask people like, Hey, what am I supposed to do here? I've never done this shit before. I'm, you know, newly a father. What do I need to do to finish this stuff to, you know, get myself in a good position. Don't just bullshit your way into a hole 
You know, yeah. <laughs> you get, you can really hose yourself by just pretending that you know what the hell you're doing, you yeah. know, and being too proud to ask somebody, Hey, what should I do? What am I supposed to do here? What's the best option here? Yeah. And, and I, I think once you get, once you get comfortable with that, once you get comfortable with saying, I don't know, it becomes so much easier. And it's like, it's just, it's, it's just a much better way to live than. Well, yeah. And I think it's like a man thing, you know? Yeah, I agree. When does, how often does your wife find somebody in the store? Hey, where is this? As a guy, you never do that. I'll walk around for three goddamn hours trying to find this shit on my own. You know, walking back and forth between six aisles. Well, it's got to be in hardware. Well, if it's not in hardware, then it's got to be, you know. But why your old lady will just walk up, hey, where do I find this? And then she'll go grab it and find you in one of the six aisles that you've been traveling back and forth to and put the shit in your cart and walk up to the counter, you know. I don't, I don't know what it is with pride and not being able to say I don't know or ask for help, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's something that you got to get over. Yeah, definitely. And especially back to, back to kind of boxes point, um, just being in this, in our little cliche, our little, our little niche, our little corner of the world, what we talk about, you know, self-defense and stuff like that. Uh, that's so important because there is going to be, there is going to be options that come along that are better. And there's going to be techniques that are better than the way that you're doing things. And oh, yeah. I mean, personally, myself for a long time, longest time, I know that I said before that I would never appendix carry because it was super uncomfortable. Um, but I, I've come along and I found that that is the better option. And the three 30 or four o'clock option that I was carrying at before, that is not the right option for me. And I was, I was wrong in that instance. And I've sensed, you know, there are better ways to do everything. And as far as technology and techniques go, they're going to keep going, you know, they're going to keep improving they're going to keep improving. And you're going to have to admit that, Hey, there's, there's better options and, and, and change the way that you do things. You hear that all you 1911 guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're wrong. And stupid. <laughs> still carrying like, still carrying like freaking four rounds in their magazines with their little packs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to piss some people off there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're carrying just as many rounds as a fucking savage stance carrier. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's so this is, I don't know. This is something that's always really bothered me for some reason. Well, of course I'm not, I'm, I'm going to sound super fucking self-righteous, righteous here. It always seems like nobody is really self-aware uh, I don't know if I'm using that correctly. Nobody really realizes what they're doing or why they're doing it, which is kind of what I was doing in this case. I didn't, I didn't understand why I was, why I didn't fucking, why I thought it was a stupid idea or why I was lashing out at it, but nobody else. It seems like nobody even tries to fucking understand why they're lashing out at anything or they refuse to, admit their wrongdoing and, and i don't know it just bothers me yeah and i think i like, think more people need try need to try to be more self-aware yeah and i think in the case of like that jtag deal that we were kind of looking at you know it's 
we see stuff on social media or, um, other people's opinions of it. And we have an opinion of that person. So we tend to take sides with that person's opinion. Right. So Mm -hmm. you kind of see somebody you look up to, like if Sage dynamics were to look at that and make a post on it and be like, this is the stupidest thing ever. You'd have a pretty hard time viewing it otherwise. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think it's not only being aware of how you perceive things, but how you, I guess, kind of, it may not be your own opinion. Right. So a lot of people take other people's opinions and claim it as their own instead of making their own opinion, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to, that should be something everyone asks themselves. Is is this what I believe because it's what I believe, or is this what I believe because this is what I heard and what I was told to believe? Yeah. Which, <laughs> in this day and age, seems to be why most people believe what they do. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yep. We're all anything else on that, guys? We're all hypocrites. We just got to realize uh, when we're being being hypocritical and, and and change it. I mean, I know I'm I'm a hypocritical son of a bitch all the time. Like I preach one thing, and a lot of times I'll go and do the op- the exact opposite. But the the goal is to just to get a little bit better every day. So trying to do that. Yeah. What Let's the hell does what the hell does Matt character always say? Do something today that makes you better tomorrow than you were yesterday. Do one something thing, like do one thing today that make will make you better tomorrow than you were yesterday. Who says that? Matt character. Demolition. Ranch. Demo ranch. Uh, pretty good. Yep. I, I think it's, you know, I may not agree with everything he does, but that's a pretty good, uh, kind of outlook to kind of keep you positive day after day, you know, just got to yeah. do one little thing, make me better than I was yesterday. Yep. Yep. Um, speaking of which I found out that a, like a glass of whiskey a day or a, a drink of whiskey a day can actually be good for you. Yep. Glass they go back also. and forth on that they go back and forth on that yeah. so fucking much like every year they're like Ooh, new studies show that drinking one beer a day diminishes your lifespan by 45 hey, years there was a guy in i think the article was from 2019 there was a guy who you know everybody gives something up for lent well this guy gave up everything except beer and drank only beer for Lent for his diet. Guy lost 35 pounds. How could you like that would be fucking he, what they didn't dude. say is he already severely weighed 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was severely malnourished. No, I I'm sure. And then you, <clears throat> you just wake up hung over his balls because all you had the yeah, previous day was necessarily because I mean awful. You think about it, how what are these like 120 calories, something like that? You get some real heavy, high calorie beers. Drink six, eight of those a day. Get your cal- calorie intake. Boom, call it good. Wow. You know, put your. I don't know if 
put yourself in a calorie de- deficit, you eating 1500 calories a day, but you're just drinking beer. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like you I wouldn't be high if you, than- if you drank 15 beers a day, if you spanned those 15 beers out throughout the day, I would be hung over his balls the next day. You think? I, 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 would, I, would. Feel, I would feel like absolute garbage. I get, yeah, when it comes to beer, like I can't, like if I drink a six pack, I'm hung over the next day. Oh, I, the opposite. If I drink like a, two glasses of whiskey, I will feel like trash forever. But beer, I, that's like. Oh, no. See, like that's, that's my. I can drink three can... or 30. It doesn't matter. I just did, there's no hangover with beer. Yeah, I can't do that. With me, like a little bit of whiskey every night, that's, that's no problem. But if I have a few beers the next morning, I feel it for sure. Huh. Mm. Odd. Huh. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, anyone have anything else to say? Mike, I know you won't give up your 1911s. You don't have to give them up. <laughs> Nobody's asking you to sell them. We're just asking you to expand your horizons a bit. <laughs> We're not saying to get a Glock. You could also get a SIG. What else would he be safe getting? <sighs> Don't buy a Springfield. <laughs> Don't do that. That's probably uh, so- worse than the 1911. Maybe he has a Springfield yeah, that's, prob- that's probably what he's got now. Good job, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but does it say grip zone on the side? <laughs> I think actually Springfield doesn't make awful 1911s. No, some of their 1911s are actually pretty damn nice. Their 1911s are really solid. They make some pretty pretty nice, smooth action 1911s. Actually, I got one over here on the couch. I I would say that's actually probably one of Springfield's strong suits. Yeah. Is building 1911s. They build some pretty nice 1911s. I would agree. Everything else, on the other hand... (laughs) My uncle sure likes his... He's got a old original xd 45 like a full-size xd 45 it's not like the xdm or any of that he seems to like it he's been hammering rounds through that thing for a long time and he sure seems hmm. to like it hmm. had to well, find had to find resist the earth had to find some random guy to put uh some gunshot or gunsmith dude to do an optic cut for him because nobody works on those things. <laughs> uh, Mike said earlier, that's the reason I listen to you guys is to learn stuff, learn about stuff. I don't know. Well, you're here for the wrong reason, Mike, because we're pretty <laughs> stupid guys. All of us are pretty dumb. <laughs> I do not come here to learn folks. <laughs> Unless you want to learn about like, if you guys want me to do a class on like CAD modeling, I could do that. Other than that, don't listen to me. But if you want to learn, mm-mm. you could probably learn a little bit about some sexy talk for for your your significant yeah, other. Check, I mean, checking that chamber, baby. Oh. Pick up a few pointers here and there on that. My. <laughs> Okay. Well, are we done? I think, is that all we have? I think we're done. Oh yeah, yeah. Merry, this is a Christmas episode, guys. Merry Christmas. Hope you all have a wonderful holidays. We won't see you until and a happy new year after, after new the year. new year's. So yeah. Yeah, that'll be on the second, I think, is our next episode. Yeah. 
Okay. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. Be sure to listen to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers and also on our website. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our subscribe star page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved in the, with the community, join our forum over on lifeshortlivefree.com. If you are not aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and on our website. We would love for you to come and get involved in the conversation. <clears throat> Be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks, Shyworks.com and Facebook, along with Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And that's the show, folks. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Once again, thank you for stopping by. And that's all we have for you tonight. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thanks for sticking around. We'll be back in two weeks. And uh, hope you have a fantastic Christmas. And um, yeah, uh, like we talked about earlier, do something that uh, will make yourself a little bit better every day. And uh, also, in the spirit of the Christmas season, do something nice for somebody just out of the goodness of your heart. Let's make a let's let's make somebody's Christmas a little bit better. So, guys, thanks for sticking around. We'll be back in two weeks. Until we talk to you then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. I would like for Christmas for the ATF to be defunded. You know what I would like for Christmas? If they were to magically repeal the NFA. Ah, that'd be fabulous. Wonderful. Grow food. Good night, folks. Become ungovernable. <laughs>